Hello, listeners. Hi. That's uh, Hunter. And Allison. Uh, we wanted to give you a little bit of a heads up. Uh, there was an audio issue with this episode, this recording. One of our microphones just wasn't picking up, and as a result, you can't really hear Allison and I very much. So this is kind of a short episode for us, about an hour, a little, little over an hour. We, you just, I had to cut out so much of us talking because you couldn't hear it. Um, you can hear some of it just residually through uh, our guest's microphone, but luckily our guest is Celso Garcia, who is um, a big fan of our movie this week, which is Shaun of the Dead. Um, so he, you know, it's, it's fun to listen to people talk about things that they love and he loves this movie and he's knowledgeable about film. He's, you know, an intelligent guy, well-spoken, and he also has a lovely voice. So that's a treat. Um, so this is going to come off kind of more of an interview with Celso, just talking about, you know, what he loves about this and why. Um, and you know, we apologize if this isn't up to our normal level of quality We're uh, it's getting better all the time, like the song. And we actually have new microphones now that we haven't had uh, any issues with. Um, but we might have similar issues in um, the next episode or two. Not as bad. This was the worst one. Um, and we just did not have time to re-record it with everybody's schedule. So, you know, here it is. We're sorry. Please stick with us. We appreciate you. Yeah, and we, we promise. we got good stuff coming up. You'll see. Thank you. All right. Enjoy the episode. you guys do the like the just do the thing as the intro the, the quote no because it's kind of like the whole movie no yeah i was gonna say do your best uh do your best uh nick frost yeah that's, that's... <laughs> all right this is my best nick frost impression awesome i'm a bloody mary first thing and i have a bite the king's head a couple of little prints i stagger back here bang back to barker shots it's not very good it's a nick frost but it's <laughs> kind of funny. i liked it i thought it was good uh yeah, so we're talking about, of course, 28 days later. <laughs> so I meant Dawn of the Dead. Oh, wait. How about Shaun of the Dead? It's 2004 Shaun of the Dead. Yeah, this is a great movie. Yes. So, this is, as always, Allison Nicholas. I'm Hunter Bush, and our guest today... Uh, hi, I'm uh, Celso Garcia. That's me. Chose, uh, Shaun of the Dead. I did, yeah. Uh, so this has always been like one of my favorite movies since I saw it. I, I told you guys before we started watching, but one of the things that really uh, gives us a special place in my in my uh, you know pantheon of movies is the the way I first saw it was uh, me and a couple friends just went to like a cheap movie day uh, on a Tuesday at the Franklin Mills Mall's four dollar Tuesdays and had no idea what to see. We were just looking at the board and saw Shaun of the Dead and said, Hey, I think I remember hearing that this is about zombies. Like this was 2004. So like the internet wasn't that big of a thing. I think I read it in like my mom's entertainment weekly magazine or something about this movie. Yeah. I remember seeing, uh, they had like promo stickers at the comic shop. Right. And, uh, there's like an ad in the paper that had the same like Shaun silhouette with the, uh, cricket bat. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and then you know it just it blows you away. It blew me away anyway. How how good it was the with just everything the 
you know, the callbacks and the contextual things and all that. Yeah, well, also, it's, it's like a movie that's really, like, ahead of the curve on rewarding rewatching. Totally. Yeah, for something that wasn't as big a phenomenon yeah, no, this, then as it is now. No, we didn't yeah. have on-demand stuff really back then like that, and now, you know. Yeah, we were kind of talking about this on the last episode a little bit, that, like, yeah, like, you, you know, now you kind of have to make a movie with these things that can be built in with that you'll enjoy more the second time around, because literally see something go home and VOD it and watch it again right you know, or the next day or, you know tell your friends and watch it again or whatever and uh, yeah no this is like far ahead of that curve that's definitely one of the things that that I noticed like watching it with you guys was you forget things and then you discover things literally every time you watch it and it's it's fun because there's the the obvious foreshadowing stuff that they put in for like comedic effects you know like when the the newscaster says lock all your doors and windows and then yeah. the you know the zombie stumbles in because they didn't lock the front door like that's pretty obvious but then there's all the the little things that once you've seen it once when you watch it again as you're watching it you notice like oh I didn't even catch that the first time but it's setting up for this yeah. joke or this scene or whatever so okay i have a question okay this, this is a pretty simple you know plot of a movie which is a zombie outbreak happens it's kind of loosely defined as to like how it oh, happens and how it, it comes about they, they lay like yeah, yeah, right they lay totally that it could be yeah. any number of things yeah. like at the end of the movie there's even like the show like flipping through channels and stuff like that and right. there's a broadcasting like this was probably caused by and then they cuts flip, off yeah, yeah right flip to another channel because that's i mean that's a that's a trope i feel like the zombie movies they're never like how many zombie movies really have a set reason or set re- for the outbreak you know what yeah, i mean there's no, not there's, there's I, think, usually... I think a lot of them usually establish like either it was like a government conspiracy or right. it was a uh right yeah with that it's a company doing it sure so but yeah. usually it's some biochemical weapon or sometimes it's like a What is it in the original, I can't, I, I don't know why I don't know this, but in the original Dawn of the Dead, like the Romero black and white, in, what is that? I don't think there's anything like an explanation in the original. Right. In, the, in Night of the Living Dead. Night of the Living Dead, I'm yeah. sorry. Night of the Living Dead, I don't yeah. think there's anything like an explanation. I know in Dawn of the Dead, you get the famous, um, like, the TV preacher, uh, given that scene of, like, and right. the dead have, you know, risen right. from their graves. You know, when, it's, when hell is full, the dead shall walk the earth. That's the Right. Point. And so you just kind of have to go, okay, maybe that's it. Yeah, is it a religious? Right, it's yeah, religious. Yeah, maybe it's um, the literal end right. of days, you know. And they posit that on, you know, either on the radio or on TV in the background of this. They say, I don't know if this is a specific reference to a thing or not, but they say, like, the whatever satellite broke off and has re-entered Earth's orbit. Yeah, like, you catch oh, that yeah. just so, well, I think it's, what, when he's in the convenience store for the first time yeah, listening yeah, to the radio, yeah. And they, they specifically say, like, rage-infested monkeys, and then that Yeah, yeah, they cut that off. What, two years before? Is that what it was? 2002 for uh, 28 Days Later? Yeah, uh, yeah, so 28 Days Later was 2002, and then the Dawn of the Dead remake came out in the same, same year, year. Shaun of the Dead. Well, yeah, that's part of what you were saying, Celso, that um, kind of just surprised you, because, like, I remember seeing it in theaters, and it, I just thought it was another zombie movie. I don't really think I'd seen a trailer for it, I just... Yeah, I don't think so either. Yeah, yeah, I think it was just like, oh, yeah, it's some kind of zombie movie. Maybe it's kind of like funny. It's, it's so good. But at the same time, I, I think that it, while it does lean really far into comedy, I think that that not really having an explanation is really a, a they're really paying an homage to the original Romero, oh, you yeah. know, Night of the Living Dead. Like they have a lot. It's it is a comedy, but it's not. It's it's from a place of utmost respect and love and passion about yeah. the things that came before it that it's, inspired it. It's that thing of like you have to know the rules so you can break the rules. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. They exactly. Can make fun of this so well and so thoroughly and concisely because they're well versed in all the. Zombie things like oh yeah this is this and this is a trope and 
they walk like this, they sound like this, right. so you get, like, it opens pretty much with Sean, you know, doing oh. a fake zombie walk, like, waking up. Right. Um, well, you know, it when it they're leaving. him doing a stair and they're in the, yeah. when they're in the Winchester, but then they keep hitting that note over and sure. over again. Yeah, right. yeah. Um, and they do the, like, you know, the, the social commentary, but it, it's like a pastiche in this that, like, you know, the everyday zombies. That's, I have that, yeah, yeah I wrote I that down too, like, yeah. It's, yeah. it's great, yeah. it's really, it's, right. it's, it's funnier in this because it doesn't feel preachy. Right. Whereas in a, a more serious movie, it would, might come off as preachy, it's like a fine line to walk. Yeah. But because you're having fun with this, it, it, it just sells it more, and you kind of feel like, oh, like, the first time watching it, I kind of remember, like, oh, maybe that's what this is going to be. Like, right. Just going to be guys in a supermarket fighting zombies in a supermarket, and, right? You know that kind of thing, and it's you know it's kind of that. It's not. So so I think like one of the. One of the reasons that I like Shaun of the Dead so much because you know obviously this was at the I would say what at the at the on the way up into the the zenith of the zombie movie craze yeah. that we had in the you know in the early and mid two thousands like yeah. Oh, yeah. there were low key like legally not zombie movies like the Resident Evil stuff right or right. or uh, twenty eight days later right yeah. yeah which were like yeah the reinvented zombies right um, and then that twenty eight days later is probably what lit the fuse for that um, the Dawn of the Dead remake was like a return to classic zombie sales. Right. But that was great. Except for those fast zombies. Right. Oh, man. Fucking fast zombies. Yeah, that freaks me out. I love this. Terrifying. Seeing 28 Days Later, I was like, this is... Well, those aren't zombies. I was like, oh, you made it way scarier. Well, Danny Boyle will rain holy hellfire down on us if we call them zombies. Oh, yeah. Which I think is another thing that they joke about in this, like, as an homage, like, another reference... Like, that might be, I think I saw on IMDb that said that we're not using the Z word, and that's be, like, Dana Boyle was so insistent on yeah, not, not the zombies. not zombies, yeah. Yeah, they're the, the infected. Right. Rage infected. Rage infected, yeah. Yeah, uh, and there was a lot of stuff like that where it's like, yeah, it's a zombie movie, technically, but it's right. not. And that fueled the Dawn of the Dead, the, the uh, what's his face, Dawn of the Dead remake. Um. Oh, oh uh, Zack Snyder. Zach. Snyder, yeah, yeah, yeah. Zack Snyder. Yeah. Really, he did the. Uh, uh, I didn't realize yeah. if I if I knew sure. that I'd forgotten it. That's yeah, interesting. I'm pretty sure that's him. Yeah, and it's really good. It is, yeah, it's really good. Yeah. Yeah. Except the you know I mean the the baby the zombie baby yeah. that's that is one of the most fucked up scenes. It in, is. It's yeah. super yeah. fucked up. I love it though. Yeah. yeah. I'm like that's a thing that would if you just told me we're like hey where do you where does this fall in your like squicko meter I'm like no I don't want I don't want that at all. Yeah. But like squicko meter. Squick. I don't know what that is. Uh, it's sick. Quick, I don't know. Yeah, it's like a, it's like an internet term. I've okay. Heard. It's okay. like yeah, it's things that make you go like, yeah. Okay. Oh, it's like cringe. Cringy. Okay, got like it. Gross cringy. Not right. Like, all, not like, like yeah, all yeah, yeah, yeah. It's kind of a wet sound. Okay, got it. So, yeah, I don't know where it comes okay. from. But yeah. Cool. Yeah, I've had I had Squick. somebody I was I trying to talk that. about yeah. something. They were like, yeah, it's like squicky, and I was like, ooh, I don't know what that means. That sounds right. <laughs> yeah, nailed it. <laughs> yeah, and um, that's like uh, but yeah, I would definitely snarky. Oh, right. Yeah. yeah, and I'm like, it's sarcastic, but right. You know, oh yeah, that makes sense. Sarcastic right. Sarcastic makes it sound more eloquent, where it's right. just kind of being a dick. Right. Yeah. yeah. You're snarky. Yeah. You're being a dick. Right. Pointedly. Being a being a twat snarky. in uh, exactly. in in honor of our yeah. our movie, our, our theme. Our, yeah. our British friends. Our, yeah, we're, we should do only British uh, British slang insults. <laughs> oh man, I don't. That's dead brill. Yeah. <laughs> Jog on. <laughs> One of the like I don't I don't like to necessarily like compare movies like stylistically, but I like Shaun of the Dead so much more than but I, I feel like Zombieland wouldn't have existed if not for Shaun of the Dead. But I think that Shaun yeah. of, I think Zombieland is missing the reverence that Shaun of the Dead is paying to yeah. the to the genre as opposed to 
Zombieland is just like like you it literally you said like oh it's just guys in a what'd you say in a supermarket, in a supermarket yeah. killing zombies like that's kind of to me what Zombieland feels like a little bit it was still an enjoyable movie but yeah, it's, well, I it's, think Zombieland is a straighter movie yeah like they, they play it a bit more straight with some comedy thrown in whereas this is a comedy with with zombies, zombies right yeah. right yeah. which I think is literally the tagline yeah it's like uh, like it's like talking about genres of music like or you know like it's mm-hmm. this kind of metal it's this kind of punk it's right. this kind of whatever. But yeah, like it's these super fine delineations. I would say, like Zombieland is a funny zombie movie, and right. Shaun of the Dead is an irreverent zombie-themed comedy. Right. And there's something about like the British version, ver- verse American versions sure. of this, right? Because like a lot of what works in Shaun of the Dead is this like, and it's in the writing, it's in that like calling back and right. foreshadowing stuff and, and, and repetitiveness of it. Mm-hmm. Is I think it's that built-in British thing of like bureaucracy right that like filling out paperwork standing in line like blah, 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 which is in all the like hitchhiker's guides and right yeah exactly stuff. yeah and um good omens and like stuff right. like that where that always features into it because some, there's something about the british culture that that right. appeals to him and you know hits home with and then fucking you know zombie land is like it's literally woody harrelson like well the zombie apocalypse happened and i'm right. fucking traveling across the country with a shotgun so i can yeah. get some twinkies and right. it's like wow that's really fucking yeah, american deep, man. yeah right yeah <laughs> it's real deeply, deep motivation yeah deeply american yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah he's kind of doing his own little harold and kumar thing with that yeah <laughs> it is it's like it's just a hair right. away from a stoner zombie <laughs> which now that i say that why hasn't that been a thing been yeah. done i'm cutting this out this what? is a million dollar idea well what is the like i mean did shawn of the dead really like start off this this kind of like zombie or not let's not say zombie comedy because like again jump but yeah. like let's say like monster comedy because then you see like what we do in the shadows like would yeah. what we do in the shadows exist if shawn of the dead hadn't you know what i mean i that's can't a, think of anything before that that would be yeah that's interesting i mean there's definitely things that treated, you know, whatever the subject matter was less, you know, sacredly. But, like, usually they were straight-ahead parodies or pastiches of, like, a specific, usually specific movie. But there is, like, Vampire in Brooklyn. Sure, true. Which is, like, right. you know... Yeah, no, that is, yeah, also, that's very true, yeah. I'd also say that this is an early movie in what has now kind of become a series of, especially horror films, uh, really exploring the genre. Right. So, like, last time we did Scream, and we yeah. also mentioned... Right, and I just think that this was kind of an early film in what has become a movement to have like these meta horror films and to have yeah like, a lot of this like I was actually I was yeah. thinking about, I was thinking about that I'd argue it's, it's like applying that yeah. scream filter instead of slashers yeah. to yeah zombie movies that right plus British so I'd, I'd argue that it's somewhat inevitable but that this did happen to be one of the early examples of right. that sort of way of constructing a movie and then also they you know they they did a very good movie. Yeah, exactly. Well, I mean, yeah. They really nailed it in terms of both, you know, exploring genre stuff and then also just having a really tight script and dialogue the whole time. And also kind of doing that, uh, it's kind of a sci-fi thing, but like having an extreme situation to sort of get you to examine bigger issues because I think they also do kind of get into what it means to be an adult and why you would want that and what it requires and, and emotionally how that feels and yeah, they, one of my one of my notes in this is yeah. Liz has needs, man. Yeah, yeah. And it's like yeah. It's true. Like that's you know. But well, so it's it's using this like really exceptional situation to kind of explore that a little bit in ways that are a little ridiculous. Yeah. Because you know, and that and you get that a lot from which horror does science fiction right. horror. Yeah. 
yeah. Uh, it's interesting too because that it moves like that kind of like growth that he has into becoming more of like a responsible adult is like parodied by the ridiculous like hero things he starts doing like jumping over the fence doing the kick up when he you know when he when he falls onto the bar floor and oh yeah i love that yeah does that little like hip switch and then like swings his leg up yeah yeah and he climbs the he you know he fails the first time he's climbing the trellis and then the next time he makes it up like he definitely becomes more of like a hero as it goes along but at at the same time he's becoming more of like a responsible adult and realizing that he's not it's the, it's the tangible metaphor for yeah, his, like, personal right. growth. Yeah, that's, that's, that's a good point. And also, like, he's, you know, he's fighting more with Ed, who kind of represents, you know, his, like, youth. And right. His, um, there's, yeah, there's probably, yeah, as we said, probably a Freudian yeah. analysis for the whole yeah, thing. Yeah. yeah, you know, and so throughout the whole bit of it, like, yeah, they, they have a lot more tension than is usually in their relationship. And it's because, you know, he's essentially experiencing growing pains with that. And then we'll get to it, but at the, at the end, the, right. He gets, keeps it around, yeah, right? Because it's healthy. It's not. But it's put kind of away in right, a little closet, and right. he has this whole life of you yeah. know, maturity. There's, there's nothing, uh, you know, there's nothing unhealthy about. I think about like holding on to parts of of your life that remind you that it's okay to not be stuck in work or or yeah. to you know to that you have to be the provider or whatever. There's like just as many movies that are about like people who are too straight laced and then like can't handle yeah. shit. Right. That's the very next one in the. Uh, yeah, the Cornetto trilogy, yeah. Cornetto series yeah. is uh, Hot Fuzz, and that's some yeah. being too straight-laced and you right. need to learn how to loosen up. Mm-hmm. So we're, For the greater good. Yeah, yeah. So, so, yeah, so... I was really hoping you guys would do the greater good. Sorry. <laughs> we'll edit it. Did, did you want to do a rundown of what the Cornetto series is? In case uh, yeah, anybody that doesn't know, um, Edgar Wright, uh, you know, had done some things, but kind of burst onto filmmaking with Shaun of the Dead which is the first of his Cornetto trilogy, which is just a loose, uh, loosely tied together trilogy of his three favorite genres, uh, you know, with various, uh, like, smaller themes, things, you know, woven throughout them, um, that all featured uh, Nick Frost and Simon Pegg and a bunch of other people, you know, crossed over. Um, Sean Dede is the first one, and I believe that is the uh, strawberry Cornetto. Cornettos are... Um, it's like ice cream. Ice cream. Yeah, they're like yeah. drumsticks. For drumstick. I was trying to, yeah, I can't yeah, remember yeah, the name. Drumstick, yeah. Yeah, I couldn't remember the name. Yeah, yeah. It's, a, it's a prefab, frozen, uh, you know. Ice cream. Dairy treat. Yeah, ice cream. Yeah, yeah it's like an ice cream cone, yeah. yeah. Um, it's got so, that little chocolate at the tip, that's, or at the bottom, yeah, best yeah, part. Yeah, the best. Yeah. Um, so yes, uh, Show of the Dead is the strawberry one, because the strawberry is red, red is blood, and huh. you specifically see an eating one. Um, Hot Fuzz is the blue one, because they're cops. It's vanilla. It's a blue wrapper. I didn't know. Th- I, d- I had no idea. I didn't know that they did. I knew that like yeah. the Cornetto was the yeah. theme, but I didn't know they did different yeah, ones different for it. That's yeah, awesome. Wrappers. That's so yeah. cool. And then I guess. God the, damn, that's so cool. And I guess the third one is a green wrapper, yeah. but it's chocolate. I th- or no, it's mint. Right. Um, the third one is green. A green wrapper, it's mint, and it's green to represent like aliens and sci-fi. Yeah. And that's uh, the world's end, that's right? World's end, yeah. 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 Which is like the most like. It's the most got, bonkers. It's the most you gotta grow yeah. up though right. too. Yeah. It's it is like and and that move actually has both has it both ways where it's like you know you have characters you know on this side of the line being like you have to grow up you can't be a fucking kid anymore you have to let this you know childish blah blah go um but then the world is so crazy that simon pegg's character named gary gary can only survive by diving 
even further into like childish, crazy, whimsical bullshit, and basically becoming like Ash from Army of Darkness at the end. Like right. he's just like an action hero with a sword. Well, it's just like you know, kind of tying it back into Shauna. That I always like. You know, we we were talking a little bit before this about those other movies, and and I have seen them, and I I, I really enjoyed them. But to me, they're like a, a not a far second, but they they don't hold a torch to Shaun of the Dead to me. And I don't know if that is because how much I like Shaun of the Dead that those actors playing those characters was so perfect to me that it felt like they weren't pulling off the other because they're pretty as you know as you said he's yeah. straight laced like they're pretty different characters like Nick Frost goes from being like a you know a stoner to being like a whatever he, like kind of like a, a baby like a mama's boy kind of yeah and then he and then he's the straight laced yeah, one yeah yeah and it, it's if I had watched them in like reverse order maybe I would feel the same way you know what yeah. I mean like I'm curious yeah, because I, of how perfect they felt also, in Shaun of the Dead yeah no, I'm not a big like horror or I mean like I, I honestly I'm not actually a big gore fan. Like I'm, I'm I don't like a, any horror movies I like are are not they're much more of like a psychological or I don't like jump scares. I don't I I'm vehemently against any of that like gore porn type stuff. I can't yeah. I think that that is one of the worst things to happen to film in the last 20 years. It's just so terrible. But uh I don't want to go off on a tangent on that. But it's what's weird though is though that yeah, yeah, no. I just, yeah, I just think it's just not. It's it. First of all, it's it's a it's whoever makes those movies like that, those incredibly violent movies, just violence for the sake of violence, those gore porn movies. They, they're you gotta, you're going to. There's too dark of a place inside that person, I think, to make that movie to immerse. Now, like going seeing sitting sitting in a theater or sitting on your couch and watching it for two hours, that's sort of like a, you know, a guilty pleasure. But immersing yourself in that, you know, that script. You know, bringing yourself to that place for the amount of time it takes to make that movie, yeah. you shouldn't. You shouldn't be able to. The, the, you got something dark inside so, of you. I do kind of agree with you here. Um, I, 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 well, no, no, I, I do because uh, yeah, I'm not a big fan of uh, like torture porn and mm-hmm. all that. Um, I saw the first Saw movie in theaters. Um, yeah. And and until like last year, I'd never seen any of the other ones. Right. Um, we subsequently watched all the Saw. Yeah. Wolf. But but I was like, you Ugh. know what? I'm gonna buy. Honestly, I'm gonna buy the box set. Had, had right. you seen any of the Saw films? Uh, I have seen. Yes, I saw the first one. Uh, a friend, a mutual friend of ours, actually dragged me to to uh, see the third one in theaters, and I literally was just sitting uncomfortable in my seat for two hours. Okay, because I think the first three are actually like psychological, but with some real. Yeah. Like, I'll give you that for the first edge. one. Yeah, for the them, first one for sure. Stuff in them that's too, I'm just like, doesn't need to be. Yeah. Right. Need to be this intense, but I think they handle it well. Um, and then after that, it loses all kind of like it's just yeah. there right. because it's supposed to be part of the Saw franchise. But right. Then I'm like fully lost and, yeah. and that but genre though, it kicked off the like yeah. Hostel and stuff like that. Those are no. just horrendous. And, like, Hostel is like it's a singular. It's it's pretty great, but it's I don't like it. Right. Like I can appreciate it. Sure. It's like like we watched. Um, damn it! What is that called? Cannibal Holocaust. Yeah, see, we watched that, and I was like, I I understand why this is important, and it's, it's important, mm-hmm. but it, I don't like it. It's not no. for me. Haven't seen it. Holy yeah. Mountain, Cannibal Holocaust. Couldn't, couldn't. Holy Mountain, I like. No, see, I couldn't, uh, I couldn't do it. Holy I can't. Like, like even like Fellini, just like things that that are are visually unappealing to to me, like that most that yeah. most people would consider visually unappealing, yeah. are is difficult for me to to see the artistic value in it. Yeah, yeah, the stuff that's. Intrinsically, 
on right. You don't want to squitch like or whatever. Yeah, what was yeah, it? Yeah. Squick. squick. Yeah, yeah. squick. Yeah. Yeah. Like a Unchin yeah. Fucking cup of cow's eyeball. Yeah. Yeah. No. I've seen it. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. <laughs> uh, way better. I've never been like, after I listened to that Pixie song. Um, but yeah. Uh, it's so catchy. To, to, to tie that in but to, uh, to what you're saying about, like, it, 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 there's a dark place that you don't necessarily need to go to. We watched the Scream movies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I've never seen the fourth one. The right. fourth one literally has, I'm, I have this line memorized because it's terrible. <laughs> the line is, uh, it's Ghostface is on the phone right, right. and he tells Sydney, I'm going to slice your eyelids open so you don't blink when I stab you in the mm-hmm. face. And I was like, what? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's just like, I mean, like who, like, cause, cause if you're, cause oh, I can tell you, uh, you say who wrote it? I can tell yeah. you who wrote it. Aaron Kruger. Yeah. Like when you, so really, I, that's, I co- that's a coincidence, Kruger. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> But are, are you see the thing is like the thing about that and like those writers and those filmmakers is it are you are they making themselves go there or is it coming was it there and it's coming out of them that's the thing that I'm because I mean, like I can't that's not in me and I can't go there yeah, I don't know if and I can the go there you though. think it's not is it's buried like I'm not saying right. that's true but like that right. would be the argument well and um, the other other thing too is that you have um, more like effects people and right. I mean like these days they do a lot with CG but like sure. back Right. So sometimes, also, if you get an overzealous effects team, right, you guys can all just end up being a perpetual motion machine of terror. Right. You know. So I think that's a big part of it. Is and like, there's also stuff know, people like to make gross stuff. Right. For a Test their own and, limits. Yeah. 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 And yeah push just, the limits yeah. of like what mm-hmm. has exactly. and what hasn't been done. Right. And there's also there's things that I find way more repellent from like old cinema before like uh, effects were good. You right. Know, when yeah. they were like dirt cheap. Um, like I, uh, there's a, I can't remember what one it is. It might be Color Me Blood Red. It's one of those like old, like, you know, the B movie things. And, um, the sizzle trailer for it is literally just a guy hitting a woman's ass with a meat tenderizer. Ugh. And then they, you know, they keep right. coming back and then they just have like red jello on it. And I look right. at it and I know it's just, it's literally just jello. Right. There's no effects. It doesn't look realistic at all. Right. But I was like, oh, yeah, well, that's so uncomfortable. That's a natural human reaction. Yeah, your yeah, brain, yeah. because your brain is anticipating what it will look like. Right, what it would be like. Right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but then, like, at the end of Shaun of the Dead, watching right right that's gross that's so cool like, yeah well see but that though to me that that was and i, I had that down too it's like as a zombie trope of just that like over the, that zombie movie trope of over there's always like yeah, one of one, those like just like ah like oh my god like yeah, you need one like right. attention grabbing moment right like an image moment but to me that was kind of like tying into what else was saying that's kind of like like when i watched that like yeah like the first time i watched it i was like oh my god but like when i watched that because you really don't expect no, go there no. Up until this point, it's been it had right, yeah. Well, but though, was it though? Because like with like when uh when Bill Nye gets his neck bit, like there's a lot of like there's a lot of and blood. and the, that Mary in the Mary in the yeah yeah. There's a lot of blood, and but it's not specifically framing the shot right. through her abdomen. Yeah, yeah. but it's like, not as it's not as graphic. Like no. she right. falls on a thing, it's out of frame pretty much. Yeah, yeah, it is. It, yeah, she stands up, she just has a hole in her. Right, but you don't see. There's not like organs falling through right. it or whatever. It's just a clean hole through. Uh, but yeah, the uh, David, you just like watch him unravel, but, like it's yeah. great. But David's the finale. Yeah. Right. Oh, yeah, yeah no, he's and, the and big, sucks. And they, right. And they would show like a little slope. Right. To, to yeah. Building to that, right. Yeah. But I enjoyed that. I enjoyed that they, that Edgar Wright and co were like, we should put something really fucking shocking here. 
Well, it's like and, David could just get drug out and the curtain could close. Right, and, and you just as blood and right. screaming, you know he's dead. Yeah. But instead, he was like, no, no, no I'm really gonna go for this. Yeah. To me, when I when I rewatch that that scene specifically, is like, yo, the effects on this are fantastic because yeah. that's all practical effects. That's yeah. not CG. Yeah. So that was, I feel like that was they just had they, a ton of extras yeah. playing with maybe fake intestines. Right. Yeah. They like. Yeah, sometimes they, they use real stuff. Yeah. They they put that they put in that shock value death, but at the same time, from like a filmmaking perspective, yeah. Edgar Wright said to his effects team, like, "Yo, guys, go nuts! Like, yeah, have fun with this, make, make this, this crazy!" Yeah. Like, and I love that. I admire that. Yeah, and I, I do like that this because otherwise, it's yeah, it's violence wise, fairly tame right. horror comedy. Yeah, you know? and then that thing happens, you're just like, "Fuck!" And it's also a good way to ratchet up the stakes to the very end. Sure. Yeah. Because like. Literally, like, whatever it is, five minutes before that, Sean manages to just run through a crowd of zombies and he's fine. Exactly, yeah. So you want to you wanna bring the level of danger back up. Right. And, and David... <laughs> That's true, actually, because that is something that, like, stuck out when I saw it, was that, like, they're so easy to get around. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Just, you give them a little shake or a little shove and they're, they're gone. Yeah, it's, um, it's, it's what everybody always says about zombies. zombies right. Yeah, it's like, just roll Right, yeah, <laughs> totally, David yeah. Live. I think, right. I think no. Sean should push David out the window like the first time he got to the flat. No, but I'm saying, like, of course he'd cock that up. Yeah. Ah, yeah. <laughs> you, met, you asked if I was, like, a if it was, like, a genre problem, and that's why I didn't really like the, the stuff. Oh, but dude. of the other two Cornetto trilogies, I'm much more a fan of those. Like, I love cop action movies. I yeah. saw Lethal Weapon and, and Die Hard and all those movies when I was a kid, probably before I should have, because my parents, violence was okay with my parents. Sex or drugs, no. But violence, that was, like, obviously the, the sci-fi stuff, I was going to, you know, Babylon 5 conventions when I was, like, 10 years old. So, like, uh, I really like those genres, but it <coughs> it felt, <laughs> to me, it felt like it, it, like, I wanted it to, those two movies to embrace the genres as hard as Shaun of the Dead did. Like, the, the gratuitous yeah. violence in Shaun of the Dead, like we were talking about with David. I, I remember that, like, the shootout scene in Hot Fuzz was so disappointing for me because, like, there was no blood. Like, nobody died. Like, I was like, if you're going, if you're doing this movie and you're doing it R and it's a hard R cop movie, yeah. like, why aren't these people dying? Like, I mean, the yeah. hardest thing they did was when Timothy Dalton got the, the thing in his yeah, chin. And, um, yeah, the reporter from the newspaper gets the Yeah, that's true, yeah. Was that was pretty good, too. I yeah. do like that one, yeah. But, but I see what you're saying. Like, World's End is even because, like, putting down, the, like, the blanket of sci-fi is a much bigger blanket. Like, right. it covers so many things. And yeah. It's kind of a village of the damned. Kind of an invasion of the body centers yeah, kind of thing, too, right? That, yeah. yeah. I don't remember it exactly, but, yeah. It's kind of that vibe with robots. Right. Um, yeah, yeah. It's very strange. And, like, so, and it know. is violent, but it's it's violent in a sci-fi way that you can get away with gratuitous yeah, yeah. violence because it's blue. Yeah, they bleed, yeah. like, yeah. Clorox, you know, right, yeah. fabric softener. It's yeah. like that scene in, um, I remember hearing something about Aliens, that, that scene at the end of, spoiler alert, uh, <laughs> the, at the scene at the end of Aliens when Bishop, the android, gets like impaled and ripped apart by the oh, alien yeah. queen, yeah. that if they, right, if they, I remember reading something that if they had done that R, it would have been like NC-17, so like that's like right. the white blood was the, was a big part of it. Like, yeah, that's actually happens a lot, and I started like looking for it in movies, right. uh, they did it in Hellboy. When Hellboy's fighting the monster on the subway platform, he, like, hits it with a gumball machine. Right. And uh, it was originally blood, and they were like, that's too violent. So, so they, they made went it and gumballs. digitally changed it into gumballs. That's and cool. Like, that's right. fucking great. That's cool, yeah. And, and perfect. Also, one of the more original things of blood changing 
Right. We just watched yeah. uh, Life, a movie that came out last year. Yeah. Ryan Reynolds' like, space movie. Yeah, yeah, that was good. I enjoyed yeah, that. Was really good. I liked and it. Actually, yeah. There's a scene where there's blood, but then they subvert it by having all the light that goes to emergency lighting, which is red. Right. Which so takes you can't... all the impact of the blood away. Right. It's just liquid. Like it, I remember it, it, that, yeah. It's less, you know. It's just dark. Yeah. Right, and, yeah. And, and I was like, man, that's so smart. Right. And that was probably a ratings thing. Like, you know, it harkens back to Hitchcock and, yeah. and chocolate sauce, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, you yeah. want to be able to do this, but. Like, yeah, you got to figure out ways that you can yeah. do it. The other thing, the other thing that really sets Shaun of the Dead apart for me, uh, and I hate doing this against the Cornetto trilogy, but it's just like the e- same filmmaker, same actors. You know, what I mean, it's easier for me to do this. But one of the reasons I like it more is I think that the emotional hefts hit a little more. Yeah. Like I still get like a little choked up when the mom is dying and Shaun yeah. that when when he's like watching her and she's like starts convulsing yeah, that, that like, like and even and Bill Nighy in the car like yeah. 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 Yeah, and, definitely. And yeah, it's kind of surprising cuz this movie moves very fast. It does. You still have these like, you know, pauses and these like moments for characters to kind mm-hmm. of interact with each other and to have backstories and interpersonal relationships. Definitely. And yeah. it's shocking that they're able to do that and then also have all the action and then also be making commentary right. about what it is to be, you know, a living zombie, right? Yeah. Like, and also, yeah, like the the not on the nose social commentary that they do in the beginning with yeah. like we're all living zombies already, you know what I mean? Like well, and also at the end where it's so the, uh, that... exploitation Right. And yeah, of, totally. Like, of, yeah. Uh, of uh, like reality shows. Right. Yeah. Maybe you know, maybe that zombie like that tangible metaphor is that like Sean feels like fully growing up and embracing like adulthood would be to become Right, to, yeah. to turn, yeah, as it were, is, yeah. Which is why he's, like, 29, working at the electronics store, right. or whatever. He's like, yeah, no. No, he's yeah, like, yeah. I know you don't want me here, bro. There's things I want to do with my life, and this is, like, when. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I think yeah. this is the first time I've watched that movie that he's younger than me when he says yeah. that to him. It's like, I'm 29? Oh, shit. Yeah. Yeah. He got told off by a 21, yeah. 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 And you're right, obviously, loves uh, Evil Dead. There's totally. Yeah. Generous, Ash. Yeah. generous, like, helping of Evil Dead in right. this. Um, yeah, they specifically name reference uh, Ash, but also all those quick cut smash zoom yeah. with the sound effect. Yeah. Oh, I love that! Yeah, I love that. It's exactly yeah. from the Evil Dead movies, right? Uh, and doing it with the with like just the most mundane tasks, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, that's so great. Good. It's so funny. And I mean, the you know, just my my favorite part of this movie, which they what we were talking about before, and we and we haven't really figured out a word for it, but they just repeat dialogue, and it's just in a different context. Yeah, they change the so context, I, which yeah. makes it. I think it's that it's a blending of foreshadowing and callbacks. So right. the foreshadowing is stuff where they say a thing and then it actually ends up happening. Right. Or not the way it was meant, but it does. Right. Yeah, like then, I did the, the brief line at the beginning of the podcast. Not my best uh, British voice, but uh, Ed says, We'll have a Bloody Mary first thing, have a bite at the king's head, a couple at the little princess, stagger back here, bang, back at the bar for shots. Which is him telling uh, Sean, yeah, we're just going to get drunk all day tomorrow. It's going to be great. But it's literally the like the the, beat by the beat. rest of the movie. Yeah, the yeah. rest of the movie. Uh, Bloody Mary in the morning. You know, first thing the next morning, there's a zombie woman named Mary in the backyard who they have to kill. Uh, you know, bite the king's head. Someone gets bitten. You know that kind of thing. Yeah. They just they, you know, blah blah blah. Stagger back here. Zombie. They, stag- they literally they... zombie walk right. up to the Winchester. I didn't catch that. Yeah, stagger back. Yeah. 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 And then bang. Yeah. You know, back to the bar for right. shots. You can find it all over the internet. We just had to cover it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that would be 
foreshadowing, but then the callback is the cocking the gun thing. Right. Where yeah. he's saying cock it, cock it, and right. then finally, why isn't the gun going off? Cock it. Right. One of my favorites, too, yeah. is how when he sits down on the couch to play a video game with him, he's leaning over his shoulder and telling him how to play the video game. Yeah. He's like, oh, top left, reload, I'm on it. And he's like, uh, you know, oh, good shot. And that's like literally what happens in the bar yeah. later when he's trying to shoot the zombies that are uh, attacking him. Yeah, yeah. It's the, the rules are swapped. Yeah. This is the first time where I was like, oh, I knew it, re- it right. echoed that, but I was like, no, this is the first time, like, the dialogue's exactly the same. Mm-hmm. It's like, top left, you need to reload, blah, right. blah, blah. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. yeah right. <laughs> yeah. What, I, what I'm curious about too is like in the production process is how did they like Bill Nye is one of the is a, an established British thespian like and they these guys were coming off of they were either no names or coming off a small cult yeah. British comedy TV show like either I want to know if like what was it that got them to bring this also, guy in like also a lot of them do do like theater stuff. Yeah, that was a, that's another part of this movie that I like is because, like, I have not a lot, but, like, I did a little bit of, like, theater in high school and stuff Good. like that. And that's so dead on with the, the failed actress doing the, the warm-ups. And then, you know, she's like, uh, you know, like a drunk that's lost a bet. A hint of sadness. Like, yeah, just yeah. that over-the-top, <laughs> like... And, and that comes from a place of them all being actors, and they threw that in as yeah, a I kind think, of a... I think that's fun. Right. Funny, yeah. Well, I that's even funny. like that just as, like, a, a movie trope of, like, oh, you're going to mention somebody's weird interest or ability and then you actually have to use right, it. Right, yeah, you have to yeah. utilize it. Yeah, that was cool. Yeah, that's a, yeah, that's actually true. Because it, it pretty much just is only mentioned that one time where uh, Liz and uh, uh, Connor fighting. fighting and, right. you know, and he's like, oh, you know, Connor's like a twat. Failed actress and a twat. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And she's like, those are your words. Yeah. And it's like, I never called Diana yeah. a failed yeah. actress. <laughs> the, uh, what was the other one that he, because it, it's, uh, David was in I don't know if this was Edgar Wright related or why they were together in it, but did you the in Run Fat Boy Run? Did you see that movie? Uh, yeah, it's uh, Schwimmer directed that. I think. Is did he really? Yeah, that's so. weird. I didn't know that at all. Yeah. But it's real quick. It's Simon Pegg is like his wife or girlfriend or somebody like breaks up with him and he decides to run a marathon to prove to himself that he has like self worth or whatever. And it's a comedy and it's a little heavy handed and it's, yeah, it's you know it's. Right, it's a rom-com, and it's not great, but the actor that plays David in Shaun of the Dead plays a completely different character, like, cool guy, leather jacket, lady killer, like, completely different character, and I think he actually, like, pulls it off, so one of my favorite performances in that, in Shaun of the Dead, is how much of a twat David is, like, he he is so, so the most easily hateable guy, but then, at the very end, another kind of, like, zombie movie trope, he almost gets, like, a brief moment of redemption, and then ripped apart by zombies, like, he's about to apologize, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, he's he's, about to, yeah. his face turn. Yeah, he's like, about to, gonna, to... He's about to do that thing. He's about right. to become an adult. And right. This, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Crush on his college, like this college crush. Right. Let that go. Right. And be the bigger man and apologize. And, and then, nope. Yeah. <laughs> you get ripped apart by zombies. <laughs> It is. It's it's, 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 tight. it's right. one of my favorite. Like that's the thing. It's like it's just so. The there's, more we talk about it and analyze, the yeah, stuff, like it all supports itself. Yeah, there's okay. no, there's it, there's the no thing things can, that don't hit. Yeah, like, the only thing I can think of that's like this type, and it's a different, totally different type of movie. Right. But like recently, that I was most impressed with right. uh, was Get Out. It's like yeah, super yeah. tight. It's right. Very, it's a very lean movie. There's not right. a lot of extra shit. And, and, and it all makes you know, sense and supports the. We didn't even talk about the, you know, the musical aspect of this yeah. and how, how much of a, uh, you know, how, how much of a lead in to Baby yeah. Driver is that yeah. scene with Queen when they're beating him with the pool sticks to, to beat. Is in the yeah. Two, yeah, yeah. The, the, the rhythm of yeah. the Queen. God, it's so good. David, kill the Queen. Yeah. 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 Um, so we haven't done it up until this point, but let's give a real brief summary of the movie. As we 
we've talked around it, but yeah. so you have Sean, who is uh, 29, he's working a kind of a dead-end job at an electronics store, although he is the most senior of the non-management. <laughs> yeah. As yeah. The, what's he say? As the, as the most senior oldest. Yeah, yeah. Like, the guy the like, oldest, the yeah. most senior. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so his girlfriend Liz is very just unhappy with this. We hang out and do the same shit every night uh, sort of vibe, and she's probably going to break up with him. She's very unhappy. He promises to change. And just goes about doing his same old shit with his buddy Ed. And then a zombie outbreak happens. And uh, I think it's one of the things, too, to talk about is as this plot line with Sean and his and his girlfriend and struggling relationship is happening, there are all these subtle foreshadowing of a coming zombie apocalypse. There's guys sprinting down the street away from nothing. There's army trucks, you know, yeah. pulling, you know, yeah, people fainting on the street. Like, yeah, it's, it's a good, like, it's cool. They kind of, and this is another thing I'm just realizing now talking about it, they're building the emotional tension using that, like, tonal thing, that right. tonal tension, because, like, Bill Nighy shows up at Sean's job, and right. he's the stepfather, and they obviously don't get along, and he's very cold to Sean. Which are, these are and these aren't easy things to hit because like like yeah, Allison no. said this movie really flies along but they hit yeah. these backgrounds of these characters with the quickest shot or the quick or the one line of dialogue and yeah, you just, just pull all, yeah, everything about these guys yeah like, yeah mostly. right I mean, just him saying like he's not my dad he's my stepdad like okay so obviously he right. remarried you know your mom remarried and now this is like you tension. resent this guy yeah yeah and one then, line and then, yeah and then he showed up at you know it's not it's not Sean's mom at his job it's right. the stepfather. Are you going to come tomorrow? He's like, well, I was going to. And he's like, you're going to bring your mother flowers, I hope. Not, you know, something you pick out of a neighbor's yard. He's like, well, I wasn't going to, you know. Yeah. Which shows yeah, the, everything about that relationship dynamic. And still the touching on what we were talking about with, you know, growing up. He's yeah, still yeah. like the petulant, Acting you know, child. Yeah. yeah. And then they when Philip leaves. No, 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 yeah. like a child and parent right. relationship. Right, right. Or, or step-parent. Step-parent. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And when Philip leaves... That's when we see the like military trucks like zoom by, yeah, 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 driving down the street, right. and it's like a shot of Philip walking, and the trucks, you know, go the same direction he is. And the music is very like foreboding, right? Because it's both at the same time. It's like it's like we're setting up zombie bullshit and also yeah. emotional bullshit. Yeah, there's a lot of like parallel yeah. tensions building in this movie, the like micro and the macro. Right, at the same right, time. yeah, yeah. So goddamn it's good, good dude. I'm telling you, this is what I picked. It it. Like, this is what I picked. It. It's one of my favorite movies from a comedy standpoint, a filmmaking standpoint, a, a writing standpoint. It's one of my favorite movies. Um, so the zombie uh, apocalypse happens or begins to happen, and uh, Sean wakes up from a hangover because he got dumped by his girlfriend and sees that he wrote himself a note that says, "Go around mums." get uh, Liz back sort like and that. sort like yeah. that. And, I mean, that becomes his, you know, his arc. He wants to do those things. He's going to rescue right. his mom. He's going to get his girlfriend back. And they're going to survive the zombie apocalypse and, you know, whatever. And then the whole rest of the movie is them trying to do that. They have to go Sean's mom and stepdad. Uh, yeah, because he gets he. I think we skipped over, but he gets dumped by Liz. Yeah. He goes over. He after he he fucked up the yeah he it, fucked up the reservation and he right. goes over to Liz and she's fed up and she says you know I can't yeah, I can't, can't do this anymore and and so she dumps him. Child. Right. Also a nice bit of foreshadowing for later that we didn't touch on, which was that like he says he's going to climb up and then doesn't and right. just has them let him up in the apartment. Right. But then later in the movie he actually does make right. The that I think I feel like yeah. that's the first. Because we're talking about like his his growth as yeah. both like a hero and an adult, and I feel like that's the first real one that happens is like it's him making it. A, yeah, exactly. Yeah. He gets up to the <laughs> yeah. You want me to climb up? Because I will. And then he's like, no, but you failed. But now this time he does because because it actually matters. right because so there's, there's a fire under yeah. his ass. Yeah, you know what yeah, I mean. Exactly. Like literally a zombie under his ass. Yeah, yeah. This is under his ass. 
Was that should be what the expression is. Yeah, I would probably move faster from a zombie than yeah, a small boss, flame. My yeah. boss called me into the office and was like, "Listen, I really, I gotta get a zombie under your ass about this project. You're That's, really not yeah. doing it." I was like, "All right, I get, I get what you're yeah. saying." Picking up what you're putting down. That night after he breaks up with Liz. He's out drinking with with his buddy Ed, and Ed basically outlines the, the rest of the movie the, with so. the foreshadowing. It's so good. Um, yeah, it's and then, also kind of when you start seeing first right. zombies. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, the guy's head bar. falls off when they walk out of the bar. Yeah, that's that's actually yeah. that's Which, actually one of my favorite is when they're going into the bar. There's a couple like passionately making out uh, over in the corner, like you know, outside the bar, and when they come out of the bar, much you know, after closing, um, and very couple, inebriated. Yeah, the couple is still making out over there, except girl is definitely just like chewing on the guy's neck and as, as a Sean and Ed turn their backs to the couple uh, the guy's head just like tips all the way back almost yeah. entirely off his neck yeah it's great it's a really really great uh, visual and I did just want to say like I had a hard time with this uh, a little bit I thought it was a little bit uh, unbelievable that they are that drunk and sing white lines that well <laughs> that well yeah they nailed it yeah. yeah they really do like, yeah. yeah either they do it all the time yeah or they're not really well, that drunk that's another one of the oh, reasons I, I like this movie so much. And, you know, I, I don't want to say that it wasn't in other movies that he did, but it feels super personal. Like the, the fact that they're they're not listening to hip hop or whatever when they're drunk and, and scratching records in the middle of the night. It's electro like, you know, that either Simon Pegg or Edgar Wright or somebody or is both. like yeah, or both are, are like we're like super into electro in the 90s. And they're kind of ashamed of it, but they're joking about it. So, like, like the yeah. jokes in this movie feel really genuine and personal to the actors and the writers. Like, because they're so, they're not, not cliché. Right, it's yeah, it's very precise choices. jokes. It's the thing, uh, to talk about music again, it's the thing uh, that I think resonated with a lot of people about emo music was it was all very intensely specific. Right. Like, it's all, like, a lot of lyrics were very much like, we went to this very specific beach and, like, right. had this very sure. specific experience. Definitely. But it still resonated with so many people because it wasn't the things you were saying. It was, you know, It was how personal it was, yeah. yeah. Right. It makes it feel genuine. It makes it feel like somebody's not like, hey, I need a movie about a guy that goes to zombies like, or a guy that, you know, does this or does that. It's like, no, I'm going to write this movie and I'm going to inject parts of myself into it. Yeah. In both a comedic way and an emotional way, and all those things. Yeah, neither one of them was writing the scene where you know Ed and Sean leave the Winchester and was like, "Hey, what would be a funny song for them to sing?" No, yeah, and it's just like, "Oh, uh, I don't know, Rainbow Connection, right?" Or no. like Ice Ice Baby, those no. songs suck, you know, no. like whatever. They've, you know. they've stumbled. The, one of them has stumbled out of a bar, drunk at two a.m. in the morning, singing White Lines. Yeah, like, yeah, White right, Lines. yeah, yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah, no, it, it does. It feels very. And, and I've never done that. Right. But we've done that for something. We've definitely definitely done that with a different song. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. It's what worked about Wayne's World. Yeah, definitely. Totally, actually. Right. Just that opening scene. Right. I've never heard Bohemian Rhapsody before I saw Wayne's World. Right. I think. But, like, I immediately got it because I was like, oh, no, this is the thing I've done. It's just not that song. Right. And it's so iconic now. Yeah. Like, that's. It's it's become a cliche to do. No, headbanging to that song because of that genuine. One of the other things I like about the movie so much is the like it has so many tropes and we've talked about them like zombie wise, zombie genre wise, but it, it twists them a little bit in very comedic ways. One of my favorite ones I have written down here is um, the zombies are like semi sentient. There's like yeah. a lot of like instances of like they're still being a, a glimmer of that person in this you know mindless zombie yeah. like you know like uh, what is it? Well, Phil turning the 
off. Phil turning the tape off is the big one. The kid, the soccer kid kicking a ball at them. The convenience store guy, like, reaching out his that, hand I, I for I money. Yeah. For this yeah. Theory, but yeah, when, when yeah. Sean's leaving and the, and the convenience store guy's yeah. outside the car, he's got his hand out for the money that Sean stole. It was right. <laughs> And one of the ones that I was curious about too, even on that, I didn't because I was writing down like the obvious ones, like Phil and the and the tape and and Nelson and things like that. And the other one is uh, when Sean shouts out his roommate's name when he's like chewing on Ed, he looks up oh, at him. Uh, Pete. Pete, Pete, yeah. Yeah. But the mom, because when the mom, you know, real super emotional scene, and the mom turns and everything, and and the only person that she's looking at is Sean, and yeah. she doesn't actually like start like snarling and attacking until David you know, shouts and gets her attention and she looks at him and then she's yeah. like, you know, like there's still some glimmer of yeah, something there. Right. That's her, there. Yeah. Like the reason she didn't mention she was bitten was that like she didn't want to right. inconvenience right. him and she's afraid he would get mad. So of course she wouldn't hurt Sean. Yeah. Like fuck David. I, I mean, I'm, I'm right with you, Mom. Yeah. I didn't fuck think about it that way. Yeah. It's like there's, there's a lot of little stuff like that in there. Yeah. And she also in my does. Head, it throughout... was that she was still in the middle of Right. It wasn't that the like, only one she was looking oh, at was yeah. Sean. You know, until, I, think, yeah. I think it's that. Yeah. That's yeah. Imp- like that's which is I mean yeah that, and that is a trope <laughs> yeah. that's you know touched on in other zombie movies. Right. The semi sentient. Yeah. 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 That like I mean like that's basically the explanation for Dawn of the Dead for like hey how come these zombies are all fucking trying to get in this mall and it's like maybe they spent a lot of time here when they were alive. Right. You know? What's the and that that scene in uh, Twenty Eight Days Later when when Brendan Gleeson turns and he stares at his daughter for you know what I mean like and yeah. he looks at his daughter for a second and like and then even the even the um when the guy's running around the mansion and he stops and stares at himself in the mirror yeah. for a second like it's like animalistic but there's also like they right there's play. something right but I, I like that idea they don't really do it in Walking Dead or not not that I've watched Walking Dead in like five seasons because I I was totally yeah. over it but. I got stuff. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I get it. There's the, a great, there's one great episode um, with uh, like Drew's brother on the, the Drew Carey show. Oh yeah, that was a good one. And Morgan, uh, him and Morgan. Yeah, yeah. Him, uh, uh, the, the I don't remember his name. John Carroll Lynch. Is yes. that really his name? Yes. Cool. Yeah. Yes, it is. Uh, he's like one of my favorite character actors. Yeah, um, he's great. But like that episode is like phenomenal. Oh, very like, good. Oh, maybe I should yeah. get back into this. The next one was like good. garbage. I was like, yeah. I'm all right. I'll, I'll check yeah. it later. Well, I like that idea of, because, like, if the brain is still functioning, like, there's probably something in that, like, can you convince a zombie to be a human? Probably not. But is there, like, and they even do it at the end there. It's like, you can, like, with Ed, like, one of the funniest endings of a zombie movie ever is, so Ed gets bitten, the, everything works out, the military yeah. shows up and saves him, and then it's six months later, and, you know, they're watching about the zombies on the recap, and generally the thought is, is that, you know, the zombie uprising has been put down, yeah, and, and it's over, we, we a, won, essentially, society, right. Yeah. Uh, and he says, you know, I'm going to pop into the shed for a few minutes. And she says, all right, go on then. And then he goes into the shed and he play, he starts playing a video game and he reaches over and a chained up zombie Ed yeah. tries to bite him. And he's like, Ed, what are you doing? And then Ed picks up the controller and starts trying to play it. And it's that like that spark of, of yeah. who they were is still there, even though they're this mindless flesh eating zombie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I love that. That's one of my favorite. That's that was like I love the movie up until that point, And then that just sealed it for me. Like yeah, how no, good the ending was. It is. It's really great. Exactly, as a man cave with a pet zombie. Like, yeah. yeah. I mean, hey man, Love not... Joy, the Simpsons love Joy has his yeah. trains. Man. Yeah, man. Like, <laughs> you need something or else you're Ned Flanders. God, not, damn not get, Flanders. Not to get too, like, sociological or anthropological, but that's kind of a very modern take on maturity, that you can totally have these interests that are usually reserved for children, but you need to balance it with the rest of your life. You kind of weren't allowed to have fun before, but also, no. like, 
No, the fifties must yeah. be horrible for people like me. But I think that it's weird because the honestly, like talking about the fifties and everything, and and sixties and things like that, like that outlet of you know release of of getting away from the pressures became yeah. a healthier substitute for having a three martini lunch or yeah, yeah. you know what I mean it's, 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 it's madmen. It's like exactly yeah they're all they're all pieces of shit and they're all like wrecked right. all the time but right. they're putting on this facade of being like put together and they have a certain right. time like, right. it's like nah, but if you can I'm just gonna go home and smoke a little bit of weed and play video games like that's you know what right. I mean why is that yeah, that's we, healthier as, than we as a society had to have a whole generation that was like let's just do nothing and smoke weed and have right. sex yeah. in the mud right. like, to fucking counter it right and after that we're like alright let's try to balance guys. <laughs> that's yeah that's a good point the other yeah. thing is I think there was like less stuff to do right and, and so like you know there were things that were yeah. very much specifically for children so like right. playing with dolls and that right. kind of thing but then like when you got older you would golf or fish or whatever or drink those were still right. yeah, yeah those, those were, were still manly yeah. uh, you know waste of time like right. yeah. hobbies yeah but so like I think also generally it was a little bit more outdoorsy and then we went through a space of like video games for children and then we had people grow up going nah fuck it I'm gonna keep playing these yeah games. like old nice dope yeah yeah no. <laughs> I'm not Okay, so I'm not even good at shooters, but it's great. Yeah, yeah. I it's, the graphics are terrible. It handles like shit. Oh, I'm not I great at shooters, but people. man, I love it. It's it's that very specific era of yeah. just everything is polygons. Yeah. Oh yeah. Everything. And yeah. It's so phenomenal. Talking about Goldeneye now, but like growing up, like that was. Uh, That's what the podcast is. Dude. Yeah, <laughs> I like it. I dig Dive it. in. Yeah. yeah. But uh, I mean, because my dad was a huge Bond fan. Like, so I, I was watching Dr. No and Goldfinger when I was, like, five, six years old. Because that was another thing. It's, like, they weren't hyper-violent. Like, they were, like, you know, they were they were a little sketchy, but... Who among us had a dad that wasn't a bond? Yeah, exactly. He was the ultimate man. He was the ultimate... and But he was also, like... He was the ultimate man, but it wasn't... He wasn't Don Draper. He was... No, he was a man. He was a... Like, right, he's, yeah. He was fun. Like, he was more approachable than a superhero, but he was more fun than, you know... I don't John know. Wayne. John Wayne. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And then Goldeneye came along, and this was, and you know, I'd grown up my whole life watching James Bond and and playing video games as well. And Goldeneye came along, and you saw the movie, and it was a great movie, and everybody loved yeah. it. it. Was a you know, it was it was, and it was a big risk too, because it was the first movie done post the uh, Soviet Union collapse, yeah. and that was like that was the driving force of James Bond. You know, yeah. it was James Bond versus the Russians, in, in you know most of those movies. And uh, it was the first Bond done post-collapse, uh, and you saw it, and you loved it, and then all of a sudden you could play it. And yeah. it was the story that, it was the movie. Like, it was the it was the first game I remember playing that was, like, playing a movie, you yeah, know what I mean? Like, playing, a, playing another like a property, of, like, yeah. A lot of uh, game adaptations of movies Adaptations, are, like, yeah. Thin. One of my favorite scenes in the movie that, because we talked about, like, how Martin Freeman's in it for 20 seconds. Yeah. And that's one of my favorite scenes in the movie. There's a scene where they're, you know, working there. The whole group of them is working their way to uh, the Winchester. Winchester, the pub that they're going to for safety. They come across yeah, so Sean's friend that got introduced earlier in the in the sh- in the movie. Yeah, Yvonne. Yvonne, yeah. 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 And then when they when they pass each other, she's she's basically doing the same thing. She's with a group of people and they're trying to get to the to a you know a safe place or whatever. And they're all basically the doppelgangers of yeah. of yeah. the people in Sean's party. There's the, the Yvonne's boyfriend, boyfriend. Yeah. Yvonne's boyfriend. Yeah. Yvonne's, right. The, Yvonne is Sean. Right. Yvonne Sean. Right. And then yeah, uh, we have Sean's, you know, Sean's girlfriend Liz and we have Yvonne's boyfriend or whatever his Declan. name is. Declan, Declan played Martin by Martin Freeman, Freeman. Yeah. yeah. Fucking awesome. He's also yeah. blonde in this, so yeah. like they're yeah. they're both yeah. blonde. They're both right. blonde, yeah. Um, and then yeah, you have like guy in a leather jacket and glasses that kind of looks like a prick. Right, David. David and right. whoever. Right. And then, like, David and 
Mark and Maggie are the are the friends. Yeah, Mark yeah, and Maggie, Mark and Maggie. Are like the best friends. The David like, and Diane. Yeah, the yeah. same. It's the same like alliteration thing. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. And then uh, you know their respective moms. Right. Yeah. And then um, I forget the cousin. Ed, yeah. Cousin. Yeah. So like he's. Mark or whatever. Yeah. It's something. No. It's something kind of like Ed. Like yeah, it's something short and. Ted. Yeah, I love that scene, and it cracks me up every time just because it's such a, a weird little throwaway joke. But the thing that I was that crossed my mind this time when we were watching it was like, like I started making these characters, these doppelgangers, like right. who they are, and I was thinking like, you know, Avon is is Sean, right. so is the Mark character, the David character, in love with Avon, or like should they have just done the whole gender flip for the whole thing? Like should it have been oh, like Mark and Maggie? Maggie's in yeah. love with Sean, no, Maggie. or Maggie's in love with. With Declan, well, maybe right? Mark's in love with Declan. Right, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Maggie's in love yeah. with Declan, uh, and then you know it's her dad instead of her mom, right? right, right. And then it's like just like a schlubby girl instead right. of instead of Ed. Like, man, if this movie was made, you know, where Edgar Wright is now, right, in his career, right, he made Shaun of the Dead now. Who would have been? He well, not only that, but no. he probably could have, you know, be like, oh, the Blu-ray is going to have their story. That would have been cool, yeah, like side, yeah, like right, for like a, a yeah. How they got to where they like, ended up, yeah. or whatever, yeah. And I was like, man, that actually be really right. fun, like. Hmm. And also, like, uh, we only ever see Yvonne again, so theoretically, right? Everybody does, yeah. <laughs> right, right. Well, I think it went down to maybe like I, I just like to think that they it literally was like the exact same like yeah. parallel storyline, like all Where that's left is. They don't say they say like a safe place, oh, and then they and then they end up at the end with like military somehow. Yeah. That was the other thing I like about the movie: the ending. Like the ending at the end is very funny, but like one of my my biggest problems with like zombie genre, maybe not like Dawn of the Dead, beat with the fast zombies and like the aggressively fast strong zombies, right. but the idea of the uh, you know the slow lumbering you know barely conscious zombie, the like corpse. the walking corpse. Yeah. yeah, like the military would like how would the military ever not just put that down? You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Like, the military would just show up, roll up, stand in a line with machine guns, and just gun them all down. Once, like, they, once they were sure that Which whatever, is what happens in the movie. Yeah. Once yeah. they were sure that whatever it was wasn't airborne, they'd yeah. be like, oh, we can just shoot them. Yeah, we can just shoot them. Yeah. yeah. Okay, we just show up and shoot them. Now... Because otherwise they'd just burn. Yeah. My other favorite zombie-related property of all time that does kind of touch on that is the... Not the, the movie. Christmas. Not the movie. <laughs> yeah. Christmas with the Cranks, starring Tim Allen. No. <laughs> um... No, it's oh, um, his career yeah, is dead yeah. there. It's a uh, ooh burn, <laughs> sick burn. Wait, no, British slang, British slang. What's the slang for uh for British burn, burn for sick burn, burn in British? Burn. Damn. All right, if you know this, <laughs> drink. You should be drinking burn, right now. Uh, a, yeah. you should be drinking, but B, right in. We'll give right <laughs> the end of the episode. We'll give you a mailing address, and you can email us <laughs> and tell us. Um, but yeah, the uh, is uh, the book of World War Z, not the movie. The movie I thought missed the beat a little bit, the but World War Z. Uh, as its own thing, right? The book is great. Yeah, and the book shows that they. Okay, right. Oh, okay. And the move and the book talks about how the army is overwhelmed, and it's because they their their weapons that are they they have a specific line in the book or something like it, it's about the the even war in general, the war machine in general is predicated on fear. It's it's not not fear so much yeah, as like but right. it's it's and they say like right zombies can't be intimidated right yeah. it's intimidation so uh, like yeah, it doesn't right. matter that you blew up a hundred of them because a thousand of them are just going to fill in like yeah. whereas if you blow up a hundred you know soldiers a hundred insurgent soldiers in yeah. one strike you're banking on that the other thousand you know th- surrender there is no surrender in I mean that's honestly the thing like uh, um, one of the Yes, completely, yeah, 100%, yeah, yeah, that was so good. 
and they don't then they, ne- they don't know why they never actually figure out why yeah. they they have like things studying them and tracking them to see yeah. why they don't float up to the surface because like, they're filled with like gas whale pods. yeah yeah it's so the good terrifying uh, i mean that that's a whole i, w- I would do a five-hour podcast on how good world war z is but that's my one of my that's my that's my all-time favorite zombie wait, wait, property wait, wait. Is this your fucking, this your backdoor pilot for your, your <laughs> yeah, right. book club yeah, podcast? My Max Brooks, Celso, my you Max son Brooks. of a bitch. You got me. <laughs> Edited. We'd be on it. Yeah, I'd totally be on it. We'll do book club. Yeah. yeah, no, I remember what it was now. Um, I had read an article, I think it was about mm-hmm. um, somebody basically positing the whole thing that depending on exactly what your whole zombie shtick is, most zombies aren't going to last more than a few weeks just in terms of like their decomposing body. Right. Yeah. Right. And especially in the summer, man. The sun will yeah. just... That depends, I feel like, on your kind of your take on zombies. Because, oh, like, the, the old take on zombies is, like, like we need your brains to sustain yeah. us. You yeah, know what like, I mean? Like, so, like, is a zombie is a zombie's craving for flesh a biological necessity? Like, it, it does yeah, it yeah. sustain itself off of eating living there's flesh? Some, like, there's some, like, it's, maybe it's one of the, like, return of the night of the afternoon of the dead right, yeah. or whatever. Yeah, so Twilight like, of the dead. Asking, yeah. is that an Right, like, yeah. is it is it just yeah. a mindless drive that it has to eat something, or is it like if it eats something, it will continue to not be alive, but to survive or to exist? Yeah, yeah, yeah. like it's still because the old zombie thing is like we need your brains. Like they talk, they you know they're they're wanting something. Like, yeah, yeah, use yeah, your yeah. brains to help us. Your delicious brains, you know, like right. Um, yeah, there's one of those movies where it's posited that like they eat flesh uh, to like replace their rotting. Right, sure. Yeah, it's yeah. Like a perpetual That's a real, the uh, my uh, fiance. She watches a that show. I Zombie. The zombies are the people that are turned into zombies. Yeah. Maintain their lifestyle by eating a, some sort of brain product. They make like yeah. synthetic brains and stuff like that. But if they go without them, it's like vampires and blood. Like they, yeah, they wilt without them. Right, and, and that's whatever. a. I feel like there's the two zombie. There's the walking corpse. Yeah. And then there's the zombie. Quote, yeah, unquote. where zombie, where it's closer to the vampire. Like, right. Technically, they're both the yeah. yeah. Given the given the option of those two zombies, I would take the walking corpse. Yeah, like yeah, that's yeah. more interesting to me. So I I did have a, a a little thing that I noticed, but again, it's going back to when Liz breaks up with him and stuff like that. Right. It's like, oh, I'm gonna get my life together and stuff like that. Uh-huh. And he's going to the store and he sees all like the the zombie. Well, he doesn't see, but he passes right. by all the zombie stuff. Yeah, we um, jokes. We're paying attention. He right. starts pulling regular coke and then pulls diet coke. Right. And just to be like, just to, just to be, get his life to together, be, right? Yeah, just to be like, yeah, that's looks a at regular step coke. To yeah, I like that. Together. That's cool. That, I didn't, I didn't notice that's that. something that's I didn't great. catch yeah, either. Yeah, yeah. He, gra- he grabs for the regular one because he like, pulls open no, the bloody handprints on the door. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But yeah, that's he's like, great. no, diet. Okay. That's pretty good. <laughs> that's his little thing of that's like, fun. Yeah, I like that. I never noticed that. I didn't catch that either. I feel like I caught everything in that, and that's that's good. Yeah, he looks at it. Yeah. The thing you said you caught this time that I didn't notice, which is awesome, is that when Sean is going, so he does this like walk from his apartment to uh, his flat. He to, does it once in, like, normal yeah, day, so right. Yeah, to the store, and, like, oh, it's, like, there's some traffic on the street, there's a kid kicking a soccer ball. Somebody begging money for him, yeah. yeah. And then uh, he goes in, and he, you know, drops his money on the counter, and he says hi to the, the clerk, and then he leaves, and he goes back. And then when he does it again, post-zombie, you know, outbreak, it's all the same stuff, but zombified, like, things are And really he's super up. hungover, so he he's doesn't notice. Hungover, he's hungover, he's not paying attention. Yeah. The zombie kid is like dead, you know. The zombie yeah, kid yeah. in the soccer ball, right. and like 
he goes in and yeah, there's bloody handprints on the cooler. He doesn't notice. He right. slips in probably blood. blood. Yeah, I love how they, that's just a it. dumb little throwaway joke. Yeah. Which is great. Blood or yeah. guts or yeah. whatever. Yeah, who knows? And then he's like, you know, yelling for the shop owner. He's like, well, I don't know. Oh, yeah, right. Yeah, I'll, I'll get you next time. Yeah. yeah, and he leaves. But you said you noticed that the, the zombie that actually eventually makes its way into right. their apartment. You oh, see yeah. him in the far back. Of the yeah, like I way off. Yeah, I never, I, I swear it was because of the, t- the size of the television and the that, Blu-ray. Yeah. He, he's in line behind Sean. The first in the first time, time yeah, yeah. First and he's time like. He's in Oh, right. wait, really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, oh, everybody. Everybody. The same, and the same, like. The guy, when he walks there the first time, the guy that's, like, going on a jog yeah. past him is when he walks the second time, the guy that's, like, running, running for, his, for life. his life. Same yeah. guy. Yeah, that they I do that. Yeah. yeah. A lot. Of, well, so apparently all of the, um, all of, like, the extras, like, the, the zombies, yeah. they put out a call to fans of Spaced if they wanted oh, to. So yeah. Good. So that's why, that's, that's, that's why, nice. like, they're very, they're very distinctively normal, if you know what I mean. Like, yeah. they're not Hollywood actor looking zombies. They're very distinctively normal looking zombies. Right. And apparently that's because they were just fans of the, the television show that they worked on before. That's and great. and they're in it like several times too. Like yeah, they show up like at different intervals. Like so they, yeah, it was awesome. cool. That, that is really cool. Yeah. I like that a lot. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you know, one of my favorite jokes. Also, I mean like the Winchester whole thing is so yeah. great because it's so classically Chekhov's gun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 It's so like, yeah, it's like wildly Chekhov's gun. Yeah. yeah. Like, to the point where it's not like, here's a gun, and then we're going to try and make you forget about it so that when we use it, you'll be surprised. It's right. It's like, here's a gun. We're going to keep talking about how, how it's, it's a not gun, a gun. And right. It's not, not going right. to work. Yeah. And then, you know, oh, and then he uses it. But then, and it's and like, then you it didn't work. shoot it, idiot. <laughs> right. Like, it's so goddamn funny. It's so funny. And, like, yeah. Yeah. One of the things I like about the writing, too, is I feel like it. The, in the opening scenes, basically up until like the apocalypse started, like up until yeah. it's not the apocalypse, we not the apocalypse, back. but yeah, but I feel like in, in terms of like breaking Z it down, day. they refer to it as Z Day. In terms of breaking it down, like um, like in acts, it would say like the first act is up until the night before. I would think, right? Yeah. Like one of my favorite parts of that is the symbolism that they that he kind of does with with the camera shot, with the camera swinging around and everything. It's it kind of gives you this feel of like. Sean is being like attacked, but like in everyday life, like when it's like oh when, when right like when him kind of the jump scares of just people being like right hey. just like hey yeah like yeah. And, they're, yeah. and they're grabbing him or it's like and it's like it's not that I don't like Dave and Diane Dave, Dave and Diane it's not like I don't like you it's you know, and he's yeah, yeah. he has to keep like and then when yeah, right when he's right. getting broken up with and they're like you said you get us free cable you said you get us you said yeah, you said yeah, you quit yeah. smoking and he's like being attacked on. yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, right, what else. I mean, we could talk for it. Just like we could just yeah. like sit and like talk about every single yeah. detail. Like they're amazing. It's, when it's Sean, incredibly when Sean rewarding. Sean and are driving to his mom's house, and they see that wriggling body bag. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The right. Yeah, yeah. and that, I mean, that's something I've seen in other horror movies, but like, yeah, it works super well in this. Yeah. You know, just that extra creepy element. Yeah. And that I don't know what I don't know what you call it, but the joke that they do with. They do it three times. They do it. He's changing the channels, and the and the next oh, word yeah, the is intercuts. the intercuts. That's yeah, so funny. like yeah. they they do it in when they do it the, at first when he's in the when he's at work and he's like and you got a little bit of Trisha and you got and then he's like just changing this and just news yeah. news 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 yeah and then they really hit it at the end and when the zombie outbreak starts or whatever with the you know. Got Morrissey. Yeah, yeah. There's a. There what, is, and it clicks over. It's like, bodies on the streets of London. Yeah, yeah. Oh, God, My, it's, so good. it's like in many reports, in, the attackers appear to be dead excited. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's so yeah. fucking good. Yeah, it's really, really well done. Um, I love the mom says, you know, she's asking if uh, if Liz will be joining them for dinner, 
Right. And she's like, you know, does she have any? It, it's just in the background. It's on the message, uh, on the answering machine message. And she's like, you know, does Liz have any dietary restrictions? Because a lot of people don't eat meat these days. That was a good one too. I didn't catch that until this. Well, I was yeah. like looking for something. This. I was looking for something this time. Yeah, oh. I didn't catch it. Yeah, I did I not catch that. I, and so, that. I, would, yeah. I never noticed until this time. Right. I was like, dude, that's so cool. Right. That's so good. Yeah. Yeah, if there's or, something that we haven't mentioned or touched on or whatever, yeah, again, we'll give you the, uh, the contact email at the end. You can, you can write in and let us know. They do look at the state of it uh, once, like, when the roommates, like, look at the state, like, he's yelling at Sean about Ed, and he's like, look at the state of it, and then later they're like, well, we can't really bring him back here, and he's like, yeah, look at the state of it, because there's, like, zombies dead on the ground, and, like, the windows are busted out. Uh, I do like, I just like, you know, like, the dumb, like, lowbrow humor of, like... Oh, yeah, there's, like, some slapstick in it, too, yeah. Like, when he honks the horn, and he bangs his head on the window. Yeah. Yeah. There's great slapstick. I like, um, I like when they're, they're starting to realize Pete was bitten and might be a zombie. Right. And, you know, and it's like just go up there and find out and then Sean's like I don't want to because he might be a zombie but if he's not he might just be annoying yeah he still might be annoying he might still be yeah. annoying the other thing about that is when Sean actually does go up and he sees Pete yeah. the last thing he says to Pete was like maybe you can join us at the Winchester for right. a pint and right. then he shows, shows up, up yeah, yeah. Later. well that's another one too though is like when he, how he's slow yeah join us yeah. he's like, you, yeah. he's like yeah. maybe the music yeah and uh right before that is when um well, sean talks to his mom on the phone he's like mom you know stay there i'm, I'm coming to get you and she's like no you don't have to bother yeah, coming and, to get you and, barbara yeah, yeah and, and it's like we're coming to get you barbara yeah. it's so good but also with with pete when when they're like back from the bar uh playing music too loud mm-hmm. and stuff like that and he calls pete a trick or whatever yeah yeah and, You're I dead. Yeah, you're dead. Yeah, that's yeah, what. Yeah, yeah. That's what Sean does to the soccer kid. Yeah, the soccer kid yeah, he does. Yeah, like, you're dead. You're dead. Yeah. Oh, there's a bunch of. That. And then yeah, the, yeah. Uh, one of my favorite, just like really, it just like felt such like a genuine personal comedy moment is when they're uh, sorting through the records to throw at the zombies because yes. oh, like the yeah, oh, yes. it's just like yeah, it's like this, this, no, this, no, this, no, this, no. Yeah, throw the Batman Yeah, Dire Straits. I like it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like it. Yeah. Yeah, that's adorable. Yeah. Um, I love when Sean uses uh, exacerbate. Yeah, they, and then they they go back to it. It's like because yeah, yeah. he oh, doesn't yeah. know what it means. And, yeah. yeah, and then the third time. The yeah, third time is that Ed, Ed doesn't know, know what, what it means. means yeah. I, like, I like when Sean uses it because it's like he's crying. Yeah, yeah it's close. <laughs> it's it's acceptable. Yeah, it works. Yeah. One of my like, favorite. We exacerbate the situation. Yeah. And, like, What's that mean? Liz yeah. is like. Yeah. Right. One of my favorite just like absurdist like jokes in it is when they're doing that, like, Mexican standoff, and Diane's like, this isn't exactly fair, is it? And he's like, sorry, and he hands her a weapon to hold at Sean's neck, like, did John... Yeah, he hands her a broken bottle, and he takes a corkscrew. Yeah, yeah. he's got a weapon at David's neck, and hands her a weapon to hold at Sean's neck. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, we talked about how, like, clever it is, and how, and we've talked a little bit about how it handles the horror genre really well. Right. It's really goddamn funny. Yeah. I've seen it a time, I knew a bunch of these jokes were coming, and they're still really good. They're even better... Right. Somehow. Like, the, oh my god. The, works better. Because you, it's honestly, a lot of this is very rapid fire. Like, right. the opening scene is, is yeah, it has just a very wordplay. British comedy vibe to it, yeah, like, yeah. without a doubt. Like, it yeah. has that fast paced, like. Yeah, because it's, it's Liz telling Sean, the opening scene is Liz telling Sean, like, I wish we could just have a night together where we could, and, uh, you know, in the background, Ed is, like, playing a pinball game. Yeah, yeah. Like, Fuck. Yeah. You yeah. know, and, like, she kind of looks at him, like, yeah. Well, yeah, you're not wrong. Right. And, like, it just goes from there, but, like, that's how it starts. And, it, 
have like yeah, you, you definitely catch that, but that type of humor that like two people, you know, it's the same thing they do with the newscast of right. like finishing the former thought, you know, and continuing this train of thought through different mediums. It, it like it's in a bunch of it. But it's, it's so fast a lot. That's another one of my like, and that's like one of my favorite, another one of my favorite joke, contextual jokes that they do, just because, like, a lot of them, a lot of the contexts are, like, not necessarily that different, like, like, Ed saying cock it, like, as opposed, like, you know, yeah, fuck yeah. it, and then, and then he says cock it when he's talking about the gun, like, totally, that's not that different, but the I'm sorry, Sean, yeah, where he, when he's sitting on the couch, he says, I'm sorry, Sean, he's like, for what, he's like, no, he's like, don't worry about it, he's like, no, I'm sorry, and it's because he farted, and then he's like, I'll stop doing it when you stop laughing, Sean's like, I'm not laughing, and then right. later, He's yeah. bleeding out, dying in the basement, he and he said, and he does it again, and then he says, "I'm sorry, Sean." He's like, "No, it's it's not your fault." And he says, "No, I'm sorry." And then he's like, "Oh," and he's like, "I'll stop doing it." We stop laughing, and he's not laughing; he's crying because his yeah. friend is dying. Like, yeah, it, so it, good. Which is like, it's great. It's like that's one of my favorite, just completely opposite ends of the like spectrum, uh, contextual changes or whatever they do. So do we want to we want to wrap up? Do we want is there anything else we wanted to touch on? No, I mean, I think this was awesome. I you know, I think that we I think we covered everything I really wanted to talk about. Yeah. I and like it was, when Ed crashes the shitty car so they have an excuse to drive the Jag. Right. Like, oh, I did I did yeah, kind of notice it. a thing that's a little <laughs> fucked up and I don't know if there's like subtext that like you want to get into. Right. But when Sean and Liz are sitting on what turns out to be the elevator to get to the street right. and Ed's dying and zombies are going to come. Right, right. And he's feeling down on himself and he's going, let's go to the fucking Winchester. Whose idea was that? Yeah, yeah. He's saying it like it was Sean. Sean is saying it like it was his own idea. What actually kind of happened was Ed was sort of like, no, we need a place that we can like be safe and and we all the extras. And then, yeah. Yeah, it was kind of Ed's idea, yeah. Yeah, so it was kind of Ed's idea, but Sean said it. And so I'm kind of... And Ed does get his last smoke. Yes. But, well, I'm, I, but I'm just kind of saying, like, I don't... Like, so, going back to that scene, though, if you look at it, because I remember seeing that this time, Ed is saying that, but it's Sean's face that, like, because, like, they're both thinking, and it's Sean's face that, like, you see him have an idea, and he looks up, and then Ed's looking at him. Ed, like, looks at him, and, and like, he also gets the He realizes that Sean has an idea, and then it's... He, he realizes figures out he what figures out what the idea is. That's what I took away from like yeah, their facial that. expressions in that scene. So I think it was Sean's like Sean's oh. not giving Ed shit. Sean is like No, I wasn't yeah. saying that Sean was giving Ed shit. I was saying I think Ed was the one that pushed him towards saying the Winchester the first time. So you felt like Sean, Sean was internalizing then, it. Yeah, but yeah. then Sean right. internalized it as I'm the one that decided to do this when I think it was actually Ed that decided to do this. Right. And I don't know what that says about everything. Well, that kind of ties into like you know, I mean, like it's it's Ed is 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 Ed like as loyal of a friend as Ed is? Is he actually not? Is he actually toxic well, yeah, to he's Sean? Kind of, he's kind of he's kind of sabotaging him a little bit, right? But in that way of again being because yeah, he does and and both, the same thing yeah. on the on when they're on the phone too yeah. when he when he's like when Liz is like so what is the idea then and then you know Ed d- makes like the W with his fingers yeah. and that's like that makes Liz like hang up on him and dump him when he says the Winchester yeah. like and his, his all of his advice is fuck her yeah exa- exactly yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah and we should do tomorrow keep drinking like he's fucking toxic like that you know what I, I swear that this is the case I'm pretty sure that the guy that calls Ed cause like Ed's a pot dealer so it's obviously it's somebody yeah. calling him cause yeah. he says like oh yeah. I've got nothing I think that that's fucking Noel. I swear that when he answers the phone outside <laughs> yeah. of the bar and, uh, and he says, hey, Noel, and like and it's real quiet yes. and like can't hear it. But And the voice on the phone, because you kind of hear the voice on the phone, I think is the fucking, is the actor that plays Noel. Oh, 
I need to rewatch it, but I remember watching it one time and being positive that that's that was like a tie-in. <laughs> so that it's fucking seventeen-year-old Knowles yeah. calling Ed for pot. Like, I was gonna say, in case we cut that out, and I don't think we did, but also yeah. in case you forgot, because this was earlier in the podcast, Noel is the like seventeen-year-old yeah. bitch that uh, works with the electronics, right? right. Yeah. Yeah. Who yeah. ends up as a, a zombie shopping cart pusher because yeah. zombies retain basic motor functions oh, and I makes them ideal for the. Yeah, that's yeah. Noel. Yeah. Uh, yeah, the shot is him pushing That's parts, and you see his. Right. It's the same reveal as Mary. It's like the shot right, of right. the chest yeah, yeah, with the name yeah. tag. Yeah. Yeah. No. Right. That, oh, we should mention that. Um, you know, to try to cheer Sean up, Ed is uh, at one point after Sean gets dumped. Ed is like making up backstories for all the patrons oh. of the Winchester, and yeah. the one guy, he's like, "Oh, what about that guy over there?" And he's like, "You know, snake hips." Yeah, yeah. snake hips. He's like yeah. always surrounded by women. Yeah, serial womanizer. Yeah, serial yeah. womanizer. Always surrounded by women. Blah, blah blah, and later on, um, so it's like it's like a one-two punch because uh, it's the punchline, kind of the visual punchline. Oh, are we to close the, to the Winchester? Are we close to the Winchester? And he yeah. looks, and there's a guy being devoured by zombies in the backyard, and it's He's snake hips. It's the boots, He's got the same boots, yeah, same right. cowboy boots. And uh, so also, you point out this time, you're like, yeah. yep, surrounded by women. It's all it's all girl female zombie. Yeah, it's like female teen. It's actually like a. Tr- if you look at it, it's not even little girls. It's like a, it's like, it, yeah, like it's like attractive like young twenty year old women. Like it's like, uh, like uh, you know, classically desirable women are zombies eating it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Which is like I never noticed that before. I was like, that's fucking yeah. great. <laughs> Super yeah. tight all movie. Right. Yeah, Seriously. a lot of fun. So yeah. let's weigh in. I'll start with Allison. Hey, watch a great watch. Great watch. Yeah. And I feel like we've said this multiple. Yeah. This is no surprise. Like this yeah. is this is just to keep with the format. Um, right. That yeah, this is a great watch for me too. I gotta go. Yeah. Celso. Definitely one of my all time great watch. Yeah. So definitely. No, this is fantastic. Um alright, so that's the thing I wanted to ask you about. The other thing that just about Shaun of the Dead too is like even though I first saw the first time I was you know, eighteen or whatever, the more I watch it like personally on a personal level, like I can identify with being a twenty nine year old underachiever, you know what I mean? Like yeah. whereas like I can't identify it with being a small town police officer or right. being a or whatever the hell the characters are in, in like and I've never been I, to a small British town with a I, bunch of pubs in it, you know what I mean? Like I think, he lives in the I city. He lives you know still I mean? a twenty nine year old underachiever. Yeah, but like you know, he, he, no, he's, he's like forty even, early. He's I supposed think he's to be even like more of a of, of like trapped in uh, so right. Like, yeah. Uh, he's a man child, basically. Yeah. 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 Like, uh, uh, Sean is just, just immature. Right. But Sean is just like, he hasn't grown up yet. That's all. Like, yeah, he's just, yeah. But Gary yeah. King is, yeah, he's holding to on cling to, to, yeah, he's, he's clinging to you. Right. And, you know, Sean still thinks he's going to peak, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. Sean is waiting for his moment. Right. And he gets yeah. it. And it's awesome. Yeah. 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 Um, so before we go, uh, Celsius, is there anything you want to plug? Is there like a, Actually, you know what? I, I will plug something actually, just because I just reread it. I don't know if you guys have read it, but I, I reread the. I'm just about to finish uh, reading one of my favorite book trilogies. Um, it's by a writer named Charlie Houston, and it's the uh, Hank Thompson trilogy. And the first book is essentially sort of like a uh, Hitchcockian um, case of mistaken identity. Or like wrong guy, wrong time kind of thing, okay. and it's about a uh, it's it's sort of I want to say it's noir, it's crime noir, but it's very very good book. That sounds good. Uh, just in general, he also did a, a seven book series about a vampire uh, private detective living in Brooklyn. It's very good. It's called the Joe Pitt series. But just in general, read anything, anything and everything by Charlie Houston. Uh, so if you want to get in touch with us, you can find us on Twitter or Instagram at hwgw podcast. Um, you can email us at writehwgw, which is W-R-I-T-E-H-W-G-W at gmail.com. 
And uh, yeah, you can write in, and I forget, we asked your opinion on a couple of things in this episode. Uh, I mean, a lot of it was just... Oh, uh, British slang. British slang, yeah. and then also, okay. is there anything in this movie that yeah, like, was specific a, that... a small detail that was great? Yeah, that we missed. Uh, we talked about several. We might have cut a lot of things out. Yeah, we might have cut some things. Yeah. Yeah, let's know what you thought, and uh, thanks for listening. Thanks so uh, much. This was awesome. Thank you, guys. I'd love to come back again. Oh, Bye. I'll throw this, this one in the hooker trash can again. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> like, Al- Alfred has cleaned up a lot yeah, of dead hookers. I'm sure. There's, there's Batman, Bruce Wayne's like, yeah. I'm getting them off the streets. A bat incinerator. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all went real dark with this, and I was having a good time. <laughs> oh, sorry. I'm just saying, like, that's not okay. Yeah. No killing hookers, Bruce Wayne. That's oh, not cool. Come on, buddy. Not Keep cool. Keep it clean. It's for the kids, Bruce.